to Balls and Beers, everybody. We are back for a fifth season. That is right. We are the first to five to do this. Go ahead. Look out there. Who has predicted every single MLS game for the past five seasons? Nobody is dumb enough as, uh, to do it uh, as us. So there it is. We are the first to five. Uh, first week of the new season is just upon us. And uh, the guys over here looking uh, somewhat eager to... Uh, improve on season four which was statistically their worst uh season uh of the four so let's go ahead and introduce said guys introducing first the reigning and defending four time paleta quemada winner the cincinnati kid mr david arona la salchicha de cincinnati <laughs> what's up everybody <laughs> I've and, never been to Cincinnati. Man. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think you have to. Uh, and introducing next the well, what team would would Bobby be? Like he's just there, middle of the road. Chicago. <laughs> hey. and, he's won one. He's won one. Yeah, he's won one cup, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There it is. The the Chicago of our group, Mr. Galaxy himself, Mr. Bobby Lepe. What's up? Sounds weird saying the Chicago of our group, Mr. Galaxy. <laughs> weird. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just that weird. And I'm your host, your reigning and defending three-time Balls and Beers champion. I would obviously be the Galaxy of the group. Uh, I am your host, Louis Barone. And here we are once again uh, for another round of Balls and Beers. And another team is in the league this year, which means the amount of games predicted will go up and the minimum uh, amount of, or not minimum, but the uh, the standard amount of games per week is now going to be 14. There are now an even amount of teams in the league. So um, the bye weeks should be, uh, sh- you know, kind of far out in between. And when there are, I'm sure there'll be two. So there wouldn't be an odd amount of games out. So um, 14 will be the standard, but a more normalized schedule as midweek games are cut down to a minimum so um we got that going for us but there it is so this being our first episode of the season what we normally do is explain the game this is the first and only time we will do it uh throughout the season so if you are new to balls and beers uh welcome and thank you for listening we hope you appreciate the uh the laughs and the uh hilarity that will ensue in the next uh few months or so trying to do this uh we uh, we play a prediction game. We predict or try to predict every MLS game of the regular season, and we do it via a mock betting system. Uh, we d- use points to determine our uh, scores and our standings. And what we do is we wager said points on how confident we are in calling the game. So uh, take a random game and, you know, Wager a point amount between one and five. One being I have very little confidence uh, in calling this game. Uh, all the way up to five, and I have the utmost confidence uh, in calling this game. And at the end of the week, we tally up the scores, and we keep doing that until the end of the season. The ones with the highest score wins. Now, we do do this every week, and every week we have a new weekly score. And uh, in doing so, if you score the highest uh, point total in said week, you'll get an extra what we call a double down. So once 
a week, every week, everyone will have this double down, which you can double your bet on one game because it's just too good and too obvious not to just put a mere five points on it. So we make it a 10. So if you win the week, you'll have an extra one for two extra double downs, which can be absolutely game changing. It was probably one of the best ideas that we had. Uh, and we came up with that in season number two. Uh, the only other rule that we have is that you cannot double down on a draw uh, because, well, loopholes. <laughs> we want to kind of plug that one up. We don't want a 20-point game in one shot. And uh, for every draw that you do hit, you will get double the amount of points uh, that you wager. So if you wager three points on a draw, you will receive six. Um, if you win. If you win. And but of if, course, you lose, if, you, if you lose, it's straight. Straight numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. When you get the points, you, uh, you wagered, lose the result. You uh, lose the points that you wagered. And like I said, at the end of the season, we tally up the scores, and um, um, we'll crown a, a winner in that way. Um, I, I don't really expect, uh, realistically expect everybody to play all season. It is a long season. Um, we get frustrated and kind of like, ugh, as well. So I understand that. Big shout out to you, Jeff, by the way. Um, so um, we'll go ahead and start the prediction game. If you guys want to play along, go ahead and go onto our website, laisourhouse.com. Go ahead and scroll down and click on Balls and Beers. You'll see the, the matches for, uh, for the week, every week. Uh, go ahead and just click and point your point you want to wager, submit it. And we will do the rest. So um, there we are. Um, and I think we are ready to begin season number five. David, is this the year that you do something different? Uh, I mean, probably not. Excellent. I got I to gotta defend my trophy, right? Excellent. See, this is already different as it is. Usually David's like, nope, I'm not finishing last. I'm going to do this. I'm winning this year. This year he's just saying... Yep, I'm going to get it again. I'm, so I'm Charlotte. Already, I'm Charlotte FC. Already, he screwed. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. David, back that beer. I got it. Here we go. Let's go, baby. All right, season number five officially underway here on Balls and Beers. The season will start on uh, Saturday, the 26th, the first game. Of the MLS regular season, Philadelphia Union. David, your boys will take on Minnesota United. David, um, since it's your boys, I'm gonna have you go first. What happens? So, uh, so in 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 also thinking about the way that we do our picks this year, we we are also gonna do <clears throat> a little bit of MLS. We're gonna we're gonna sandwich all this stuff with our our MLS uh, show as well. So. Um, I will say that uh, Philadelphia, um, and forgive me because I did not bring up the standings, uh, the the final standings of, of the way that everybody finished. But I do know the way that we all predicted <laughs> Philadelphia to finish. Um, so last year we predicted, I predicted Philadelphia to finish second. Um, Lewis, you predicted seventh place. And then Bobby, you predicted fourth place. So we're looking at the Philadelphia Union now. Um, <clears throat> obviously. Uh, I have to look and see what, <laughs> what the actual standing was in just a second here. But uh, what we're also going to do here as we give our picks for this first they round. They finished. Okay. So I, do you I have got the standings? Right Go so, ahead. Go. Uh, Philadelphia. Fit, yes. Yes. So Philadelphia finished in second place. 
Well, there you go. So in the Eastern the, Conference, uh, they, they finished in second place in the Eastern so, Conference, Philadelphia. So that's that's one that I got uh, correct, and that's probably one of the only ones that I got correct in uh, balls and beers uh, this uh, this past season. Because uh, if if we go by my MLS predictions, I have a pretty good record. But uh, you know, alas, <laughs> I, I've always lose, losing balls and beers. Um, so for me, Philadelphia kind of lost. Um, some stuff in the off season, obviously Jim Curtin's still there. He's still trying to make use of what he has. Um, he did lose some, some important pieces, uh, in, in his, um, roster, but I think they're going to probably stay somewhere in the middle of the, uh, of, of the, the overall table. Um, they'll probably get off to a slow start though. So, um, I think overall I'm going to put Philadelphia in, fourth place uh for the for the season um and uh and see where that goes so uh lewis where do you think philadelphia is gonna land last year last year you predicted uh like i said seventh place yeah i was uh pretty off with that one i thought they were gonna be on the bubble and uh came out and surprised me uh uh, I thought maybe the the 2020 season was a little fluky i didn't think they would uh come back uh in a more regular uh format and do damage but there they are still an experience in the playoffs but i think they're they're growing i think what Curtin's doing over there is really um fantastic and they continue to grow and that's the thing i, I think they've been a little bit more consistent with the way they've been uh finishing and you convinced me i think they win the eastern conference wow you have them in first place i have them in first very nice, Bobby. What do you? How do you think about uh, Philadelphia? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the same thing I said last Fourth. year. I really don't see. Yeah, I'm. I, I kind of see. I, I'm kind of seeing them in the same vein as last year, pretty much. We'll see how how everything evolves in the season. But that's my safe, safe space. space. <laughs> somewhere in somewhere in the upper middle, right? It, it's a, definitely playoffs, yeah. but not like overblowing everything. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. Now Minnesota United. Um, was a little bit different. Um, I had them in fourth place. Uh, Lewis, you also had them in fourth place. Bobby, you had them finishing in eighth place last year. They actually finished. Um, oh, they were in the West last year. This year they're in the East. So that's uh, that's going to be the big difference. So last year they did finish in fifth place in the West, uh, which is a, you know, I think everybody kind of regards the West as a harder conference. So they might have it a little bit uh, tougher this not, year again. Not, not this season. Oh, not, not this season. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I it, don't it, think this season is going to be that. I think it, <clears throat> I think that West is more top heavy and then everyone else is just kind of fighting for like the like bottom the spots of the playoffs and everything else. But the Eastern conference, I, I had a lot of trouble picking seven playoff teams to go to the, the um, in the Eastern conference. We'll yeah. get to that. Um, so yeah, so for Minnesota in the West, I think that they probably perform about the same, if not maybe slightly better. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put them in fourth place in the West to finish, uh, the season. So Lewis, what do you think? Um, you know what? I, I think Minnesota started tailing off last season. I thought they would finish a lot higher. I guess they were off, but I thought they would be a little bit more dark horse uh whereas when they reached the playoffs it didn't look like they were going to win that playoff game so 
Um, I kind of feel that they fall a little bit lower here, and I think they drop one spot. I, I'm going to probably put him – I'm going to go in uh, sixth for uh, Minnesota. Sixth place. Bobby? And they're going to be in the East no, this no, no, time no, sorry. around, they, huh? they are in the West. It's Nashville that switch conferences. Oh, they are in the yeah, West. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that changes <laughs> everything. Um, what did I say? Eighth last year? I think I'm going to go with sixth, okay. too. Yeah, I think that's probably, you know, they're, they're right in the area of where they all were last year, right? Um, so, getting back to this specific matchup, Philadelphia versus Minnesota United. Um like I said, I think Philly is going to get off to a slow start, but they're at home. It's the the first game of the season for them. I'm pretty confident that they're going to win. Well, a three is basically how confident I am uh, that Philly will pull it out at home over Minnesota United. All right. So after all that, Bobby, let's go ahead and get <laughs> for the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a long one, guys. Uh, I'm going to go... Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Philly on this one, too, uh, mainly because of home field advantage. Um, I don't I don't anticipate Minnesota rolling over in this game. I think they're going to actually come and bring a good game to Philly. Uh, but I'm going to give Philly a confidence of two. All right. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have Philadelphia winning the Eastern Conference. Minnesota, not that, you know, uh, a, a playoff team probably. But um, by the way, I can also see them missing the playoffs. Um, but uh, ultimately, I think it's, they're strong enough to, to make the playoffs. I don't think going on the road to Philly is something that they can do. I guess maybe they can take advantage um, being so early in the season, maybe. I don't know. Either way, I, I agree with the guys here. I'm going to go with Philadelphia as well. Um, and I'm going to take, I don't know why it's low. Maybe because it's, maybe because it's uh 2222 but I got deuces wild on a lot of these, and <laughs> this is no exception. I got Philadelphia with the confidence of two. All right, let's go ahead and move on to game number two. Columbus will take on Vancouver. Um, all right, so since we're doing all of this, uh, all right, David? Yeah, <laughs> say, okay, go on. No, uh, no, so yeah, so Columbus, Columbus finished in ninth place last year, uh, while uh, Vancouver finished in sixth. So uh, we'll just call it the ninth place Eastern team against the sixth place West team. Uh, I had Columbus finishing first. I was very wrong about that one, um, and uh, <clears throat> I I don't know what you guys actually had for Columbus. I think you guys, I think we all had them in first place simply because. Uh, they did so well the year before, and they kind of fell off a cliff. <clears throat> um, this year, I don't think that they got better. I think they actually got worse. Um, I'm going to put them down towards the bottom of the East. So I'm going to put Columbus probably all the way down in, let's call it 11th place in the East. Uh, Bobby? Yeah, I don't have... <laughs> Excuse me. I don't have much confidence in uh, Columbus either. Uh, they're not. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Who knows what happens this season? Maybe they they bounce back and they they look like a different team. Uh, but I'm not going to go as low as David. I'm going to go seventh place for me. Whole team. Uh, Lewis, what do you think about Columbus? Not much. Um, I I think you're right. Uh, I think we probably were high on them, thinking like, hey, you know, a, a good team just got stronger. 
I yeah. think, and I, so I think you were right. I think we, we had them pretty high. If it wasn't first, it was like second. So I do, I think you're right about that one. We were way off and I'm pretty sure a lot of people were way off on that. Um, but yeah, uh, Columbus is really not going to impress me all that much. I don't think they make the playoffs this year either. And yeah, I have them dropping um, even more. I mean, 11th sounds good, but uh, yeah, 10 or 11. All right. It's like, yeah, uh, it's like, I'll, I'll fill it in once the other ones come in. Obviously, <laughs> I know who's finishing at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, who's who's actually worse than they are. Uh, but I, I honestly, you know what? No, I'm looking at the teams now. You know what? I'm going to go. Oh, wow. You know, I'll... I think you're going to stick with 11. No, I'm actually trying to go lower now. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to go. Jesus, do I want to go 12? I might go 12 here. Oh, my God. What a big difference. Uh, yeah, okay, no, so no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I think I'll go 12. I'm, I'm going to go 12. Uh, so Vancouver, Vancouver kind of snuck up, uh, toward the end of the season and, uh, actually probably had a little bit of a hand in, uh, <clears throat> making life hard on the galaxy. Um, I think it was it last year where Vancouver was really low for pretty much the entire first yeah, half of the season. A... And then they just made a huge, uh, run up and, yep. and fire the coach. <laughs> yep. So, uh, new coach, you know, and, and, uh, and looking pretty strong, I believe, Lewis, uh, was it Vancouver that hadn't allowed a preseason goal until they played the Galaxy? Uh, no, that was DC. United. That was DC United. Okay, um, but still, uh, I think that Vancouver is a. But Vancouver a, wasn't. Def- I believe uh, Vancouver. Oh no, no, it was. It was Vancouver. I think the, uh, when the Galaxy scored against DC United, it was their second goal. That they allowed. Okay. So yes, it was Vancouver. It was the first goal that was allowed. I'm sorry. Um, yes. so Vancouver looking strong. Uh, at least in the preseason, but I, but judging from the way they finished last year, I think they they have a, a strong case to make another strong run in the West. I think they actually finish in probably one of the the uh, the upper spots, maybe not the top four, but I'm I'm gonna put them at five for the year uh, in the West. So, Bobby, what do you think about Vancouver this year? That's exactly what I was going to do. They look like they're, they're rising. They're look, looking like they're getting better. But the competition, I feel like, is going to keep them down. All right, Fifth Lewis. Um, yeah, a, a strong surge from Vancouver last season. They got a new coach and uh, kept that surge going. Um, made a playoff run. Uh, obviously, it was, uh, you know, valiant effort. I think they continue to improve here. I, I know BC plays. It's a tough place to play in. Um, I think they they continue and remember what I said about Colorado last season. I think Vancouver does it this season. Um, I'm 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 gonna go out on a limb here. I say that they're gonna go as they could possibly go as high as third. Um, I'm gonna have them in fourth though. All right. Uh, so with all that being said, my pick for this game. As, as we said, I'm high on Vancouver. I think they're going to come, come out uh, feeling strong. I have with the, I have them winning this game against Columbus with the confidence of three. All right, Bobby, who's your pick for the game? I mean, that sounds right. You know, that sounds plausible. But I'm, again, 
going for home field advantage. I think I'm just playing it safe, basically, from from beginning balls and beers day one. I don't want to put myself too much in jeopardy from the get-go. So I'm going to go with Columbus uh, with a with a three. I don't know why I want to say with a credit of three. I don't know why. <laughs> That'll work. Well, game number two, and we got a balls and beers cup already. I'm going to go with a draw here. I, I feel that at least this season, Vancouver is a little better. But again, going on the road. Um, it's going to be tough. Not that that actually really mattered to Vancouver last season as they played a lot of those, you know, home games on the road anyway. So, um, but I think that, that they'll play Columbus tough. I think there's going to be a lot of like of those, you know, season one uh, jitters and mistakes. So I'm going to go with the draw here. It's the first Boston Beer Cup of the season. Draw, confidence of two. Go ahead and move on. LAFC will take on Colorado. Uh, yeah, LA, LAFC finishing in ninth place, just one below the Galaxy last year. Also did not make the playoffs. Uh, Colorado finishing first in the West, which, um, you know, uh, we had them last year, Colorado. I had them in seventh. Louis, you had them in sixth. Bobby had them in 11th. So we were very wrong on that front. Uh, for Everybody LAFC, was very wrong. Yeah. Colorado. Yeah. For LAFC, um, I had them in fifth place. Lewis, you had them in third, and Bobby had them in fourth. Again, all of us very wrong with those uh, with those picks for the season. Um, looking at the stuff that LAFC added in the offseason, they added Kellen Acosta. They added um, somebody from uh, – one of the guys from Philadelphia, one of the stronger players, right? Um, they They got stronger. I don't know if – their new coach and this new sort of uh, era of LAFC is going to get off to a hot start. They demolished the Red Bulls in a preseason game, but I think that says more about the Red Bulls than uh, than anything else. Um, I, I'm not super confident in any – well, I mean, you know, when should I ever be super confident about LAFC? Um, but I, I honestly, I, I don't see them getting a, a huge, vast improvement. I have them on the bubble – I'm going to put them in seventh place for the Western Conference this year. Lewis? Well, I actually agree with you there. I, I do think that a new coach is probably what they needed. I'll be honest here. There is a part of me that says this team could finish as high as third. Um, and I think the additions of Kellen Acosta is massive. Um, I also think the acquisition of Ryan Hollins head is also good because oh, you know yeah, that defense really, you know, it's that defense was really bad. They they picked up a good defender there. Um, but where I really have my doubts about this team is the coach. You'll get a coach's bump soon, but you know this is pretty much Trundle's first go uh, on a Division One side. Didn't do too well. Uh, in uh, in Las Vegas, I'm not sure how that translates over here in MLS, and that's what's kind of keeping me uh, away from putting LAFC higher. By the way, I still think they have another DP spot open, uh, so they can definitely improve. Here's where here's what I think. I, I kind of agree with David here um, that LAFC would probably finish somewhere near the bottom of the Western Conference, but. I also can see them going as high as third. 
So I, I know that's a lot. That's a lot of range right there. Um, but I, I will ultimately stick to LFC on the bubble in seventh, especially under uh, a new head coach. I think they're going to take a while to get that new system uh, under under uh, under their belt. And then uh, you know they're dependent on Vela. If he gets injured again, rest assured that they're going to stay near the you know bottom of the pack there. So um, they're a one man team. If that guy isn't doing anything, yeah, third place is way out of there. But if he has another good season, yeah, they can go as high as third. Ultimately, yeah, bubble team, seventh. Uh, Bobby, what do you think about LAFC? Uh, Lewis said it pretty much in the last few sentences. <clears throat> Not, uh, to me, they look like, okay, a st- strong team on paper. I don't think the... I don't think they're going to grow too much this season uh, from from last season. I'm actually going a little lower than you guys. Out of the playoffs again. Uh, all right. And Colorado, um, I, you know, they lost Kellen Costa. That's a huge, huge loss for them. Um, I think that they're going to struggle. They won't finish in first in the West this year. That's for sure. Um, I also have them sort of in that bubble area. Um, I do have faith in Robin Frazier. He's a good coach, but I'm going to put them in sixth place for the season. Bobby, what do you think about Colorado? Um, honestly, I don't know, but I'm feeling like a number coming <laughs> to me from the universe. Some mom, does it sound? I don't know. Fourth, fourth place. place. Uh, Lewis, Colorado. So last year, uh, I said they finished in sixth place. Everybody out there, including Colorado fans, were wrong about where Colorado ended up, right? No one <laughs> ever thought that they would have finished first in the Western Conference. I did, however, say, keep an eye on Colorado. They're going to do something special. They are going to do something special this year. Keep an eye on them. They did. It's just, you know, not the way I, exactly how I planned. I thought they would make a deep run. They probably should have gone to the Western Conference Final, but it is what it is. They lost some pieces, good pieces. Um, I don't know how they continue that run. They definitely won't finish it first again. They lost Kellen Acosta. He went to LAFC. They're going to lose Trusty in the summer to Arsenal. You just lost a really good defender. Who did you bring in? I don't think you brought in anybody. Yeah, who knows? And not only that, Colorado has zero DPs on their roster. They did not get better. In fact, as special as I thought they would do last year, I also thought it was like, they're going to do it. They have a good team, but it's sort of fluky. And it kind of was. I don't think lightning strikes twice. I do like Robin Frazier. I like what he's doing up there. But I don't think lightning strikes twice here, especially when you did an upgrade. Out of the playoffs, they're an eighth for me. Mm. Right on the bubble. Right on the bubble. So, on to the prediction of this actual game. I think that LAFC is probably going to win this game against Colorado. Again, uh, lot, lots of lots of things, lots of figuring out to do. Um, if Colorado managed, manages to pull something out of this, I would be very surprised. So, LAFC, confidence of three. All right, Bobby, what do you say? Yeah, I'd be surprised if Colorado pulls something out of it, too. Um, but I don't know. My lack of faith of LAFC just is always low. So a draw. Confidence of two. 
so as I said, uh, LAFC can be as high as third, um, as low as seventh. It just depends on what that one-man show can do. If he stays healthy, if he stays on it, if Trundle can figure out how to maximize him, they'll be fine. Um, against Colorado, as I said, a team that really didn't improve. Um, you know, I don't think they have a goal score. I think their defense is fine, but LSE at home, I kind of think that this is partially a no-brainer here. I, I, I don't see Colorado putting off any... Last year, I definitely would have picked Colorado. 100%. Uh, this year, not so much. I'm going to take LAFC here. I'm going to go ahead and lock it. Let's start it off with a bang. Let's go ahead and double it. Mm. See if they can drop points right mm. off the bat. 10 for LAFC. Mm-mm-mm. Moving on. Dallas versus Toronto. Now, this is an interesting matchup to me because there's been some shifts in both of these clubs. And we'll get to that. Yep. David, go ahead. Uh, So, yeah, so Dallas, big, 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 big changes. I mean, they needed to make changes last year. They finished in 11th place in the Western Conference. Uh, They needed to make changes. So we predicted that Dallas was going to finish below the playoff line. Um, I had them, uh, Bobby, uh, sorry, I had them in 8th place. Both Bobby and Lewis had them in ninth place. So we were pretty close in terms of predicting that Dallas was not going to do much. And part of that is because, um, one, we, we didn't really see the the breakout star of FC Dallas in Ricardo Pepe uh, coming in and, and lighting everything up before he got transferred out of there. But, you know, as I said, now he's out of there. Uh, but in the offseason, Dallas went and spent some money. So... That is super interesting. Um, they brought in some very no- notable players uh, from South America. So I'd be really interested to see how they're going to pan out this year. Toronto also finished 13th. Their only saving grace last year was FC Cincinnati. was way worse than they were. Now, um, they lost Greg Vanny. Obviously, he came to the Galaxy. Um, and they had issues with their DP in uh, Pozuelo and Josie Altidore. Um, <clears throat> obviously, Michael Bradley, I don't think was a DP anymore. He was, uh, but he's getting up there in age. Uh, and so now you're looking at a, a Toronto team who went out and made a big splash uh, in, in their signing. Um, although I don't see a lot of people talking about that signing right now. Um, <clears throat> I believe he's Insignia in, in, is it Insignia? No. What's his name? Bob, Lewis? Yeah, is he coming in the summer? Yeah, he's coming. He's coming in the summer. Okay, uh, but uh, again, they they gave up uh, their other DP and uh, and sent him sent him off. Uh, but I don't really see Toronto being that big of a threat in the East this year. Um, I kind of I, I'm probably going to put him in a in the bubble. Um, I'll probably stick him in eighth place, uh, Toronto. And, uh, I know I skipped over Dallas, but let's, let's get the Toronto stuff out of the way first. And then we'll go, we'll go back to Dallas. So, uh, Bobby, where do you think Toronto's going to end up? Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, if that guy's coming in the summer, it's still quite a while. And it, it just seems like Toronto has such a, uh, uphill like battle to climb. So I'm gonna go ahead and put them in pretty much in the same place. I'm gonna go ahead and put them in ninth place. Lewis. 
Um, as I said, the Eastern Conference to me was it was really really tough um, to try to um, figure out what seven teams were going to make the playoffs. There's there, there's quite a few in here that I'm just kind of like, wow, like they're probably lower than I probably should be putting them. And I look at the other teams like, nope, because they can't be that low either, right? And it was really odd. Toronto, however, th- this is interesting because, yeah, their big star doesn't come to the summer. They have a new coach. Um, they brought in Josie Altidore. He's going to be reunited with his son, Michael Bradley. Um, they're they're going to get a boost, right? Uh, they're, they're, Michael, Bra- I mean, Michael Bradley, I'm sorry, Bob Bradley, uh, say what you say about him. He's, he's a good coach, right? Um, probably doesn't win the big games, but I think he'll be fine in Toronto. Whether or not that actually translates to success in year number one is yet, you know, obviously we're not going to be able to see that. They're obviously going to be an improvement from 13th. Um, they were just an absolute shit show last year. They have to improve to some degree. I just don't know how far up they actually go. I do think that they fight for a playoff spot, but ultimately they fall short. I think there's a lot of teams. I mean, the Eastern Conference is going to be crazy this year. It's going to be so much fun uh, to watch them. Just for lack of, I've ran out of numbers. And this, by the way, I know that we've only picked two so far in the Eastern Conference. I have them in ninth. And I'm telling you, like, it's going to go down to decision day that they'll end up in ninth somewhere. Like, they have a possibility mm-hmm. of making the playoffs, but, you know, ultimately they fall short because of what they do or because of the other results. I- I'm telling you, it's going to be super tight in the Eastern Conference this year. Ninth place for me uh, for Toronto. Yeah. Um, and then for Dallas, you have a team that is really shifting the way that their philosophy runs. Dallas is always, you know, bring up the academy kids, don't spend a lot of money. They went out and splashed some cash on DPs and, and so, and, you know, they sold Ricardo Pepe. Um, like I said, they're, they're making a big shift. And I think that big shift may lead to oversteer. Um, I don't know if Dallas makes the playoffs this season. I think Dallas will definitely make the playoffs next season, but this season they may not, they may not make it. So I'm going to put Dallas um, somewhere. I, I think I'm going to put them in eighth place for the season. Uh, Lewis, what do you think about Dallas? Yeah, see, so so Dallas has been a contender. We How do we usually describe Dallas? It's always middle of the road, right? Um, they're there, they're in contention, but somewhere in there, they're just like, they're not contenders. All of a sudden, it looks like their philosophy has changed and they went out and actually spent money. Have a hell of, you know, a track record um producing young talent and selling them but not really interested in competing for any silverware that might have changed whether or not we see again another one of those teams where does it actually show up in year number one that they're trying to do this i don't know but lucky for them they're not in the eastern conference they're in the western conference and it's a lot easier at least in my opinion to make the playoffs here, it's still going to be the Wild West, but it's just not going to be as competitive as I see the Eastern Conference this year. Dallas, ultimately, again, I think they fall short. I think they're going to need some more time. Like, they're just barely trying to spend the money. I also, again, I have them on the bubble here. I'm going to say this as a disclaimer. If they happen to make the playoffs, I think they knock out Minnesota. I think hmm. Minnesota would be the one out and Dallas if it happens. Ultimately, I have them on the bubble, eight or nine. I'm going to go nine since I already use eight. All right. I think Probably. Colorado is a better team than Dallas right now. Eight. There you go. No reasoning, just eight. 
Eight. Just fill, fill in, in the number, number man. Just, just like Pauls and Beers. Just like, just like Pauls and Beers. Um, so going back to to this game, uh, the the battle of the FCs, FC Dallas versus Toronto FC. Um, <clears throat> I think I see this as a draw, just because you know these teams are still trying to figure themselves out. Um, so I'm gonna go draw. Confidence at three. Bobby. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't go with the draw. For some reason, I just still feel like Toronto is like the one with the, the, the one with the broken leg still uh, for some reason. And I'm just going to go with home home field advantage. Dallas confidence at three. Yeah, I think originally I had this as a draw. It looks like, you know, these te- these two teams have a lot to prove to the league, to their fans, to to themselves. And until proven otherwise, you know, why have confidence in either one of them? And I was going to say that that would offset them. But as I said, Toronto's big names don't come until summer. Um, that's probably where they're going to probably make their real playoff push. Dallas's players are already there, I believe. I think so. They look a little bit more complete, and they're at home. And ultimately, that's kind of where I went. I went home field advantage the same way Bobby did, and I'm going to keep to the deuces wild. I have Dallas with the confidence of two. So from the what could be's the potential teams to what is undoubtedly the garbage cup of the week. (laughs) Austin will take on Cincinnati. Um, (laughs) David, go ahead and uh, well, I was going to say, I'll I'll disagree with the, which, with, with garbage cup. I I don't know if uh, this is garbage cup level. Um, I don't have another really. I don't have another really great candidate, but thirteen versus get, fourteen, and is I'll not get to this in a second. Gun. Yes, thirteenth, uh, thirteenth okay. in uh, uh, sorry, twelfth place, Austin uh, versus uh, Wooden Spoon winner, back to back to back, Wooden Spoon winner, FC Cincinnati, face off to open the week. Last year, I had Austin. <clears throat> Where did I have Austin? I had them in ninth place. Uh, Lewis and Bobby both had them in 13th place. So for uh, FC Cincinnati, I think all of us had them at, at the bottom. So I had them in 12th. Uh, Lewis, you had them in 14th. Bobby had them in 13th. And that might be just because we forgot there were team. There were there were that many teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, Austin put out a hell of a hype video <laughs> for their for their. Uh, um, Jersey launch uh, this year, but I haven't really seen him make moves. I think the only move. No, I, you know what? I haven't seen them making any moves at all. Um, That could just be because I'm not really tuned into what Austin is doing. Um, I have no choice at this point to put Austin down at the bottom. I think that Austin probably doesn't make it. Uh, very much further. As a matter of fact, I'm going to put them in last place in the West. So I'm going to put them in 14th place in the West. Bobby. Who did you put in 14th? Austin? Yeah. They ended in uh, 12th. They ended in 12th last year. 12th out of 13th. Yeah. 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 I was, I was kind of debating whether to put them within the 12, 13, 14 range. Um, just looking at the list, looking at the list. I'm going to have to put you guys in 12th place again. Sorry, Austin. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, look, look. They got heart. You know, tiene corazón. So, 
Um, so that's that's points. So yeah. Lewis. Yeah, so Austin, uh, you know, look, they were an expansion side, right? You, I, I, I get it. When you think of expansion now, you think of the possibility of them being like an Atlanta of, uh, you know, at LAFC, you know, they made the playoffs uh, in their opening year. Um, Nashville, right, came out, we thought weren't going to make a splash and turned out, well, they're actually not a bad team, right? Yeah. So, but they're still an expansion side. They're doing everything correctly except that finished product right um and that's what really matters um i don't think they made that many upgrades again and i do think that as much as they ended up exactly where we thought they would you watch some of these games i thought that there were some games that probably could have went in their favor um totally so i think they probably could have finished a little higher than what they did still miss the playoffs obviously and i still think that they're going to have some growing pains here. Um, I, I think that again, I, I don't, you're not playing in the East, which is a plus and you can probably get in here. But the thing is, is that I just, I just don't see that really happening here. I'm going to go ahead and put them in. So now they're 14 out of 13 teams. So I'm going to go ahead and say 12th as well for Austin. Mm. Uh, you guys are higher than on Austin than I am. Okay, so Cincinnati, <laughs> um, no brainer, right? No brainer. Where Cincinnati is gonna laugh? They they they're they're essentially cursed at this point, right? Um, maybe not. If you look at the 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 brain trust they put together in this offseason, uh, you have Pat Noonan as their head coach. You have Dave Sarakin as his assistant. And I think there's another Bruce Arena guy in there somewhere. Um, Chris Albright is the GM. Chris Albright is the GM of FC Cincinnati. I think that's a, the, the other person I was thinking about. Um, I think that Cincinnati, this might be their year to, to kind of break away from the, the, the wooden spoon mold. Uh, like a phoenix rising up from the ashes. That was FC Cincinnati, and now finally, uh, <clears throat> they can look at they can look like traffic cones. I'm gonna go super bold with my prediction for FC Cincinnati. Are you ready? I know what he's. Got. I know what you're gonna say too. Go on. Cincinnati. Cincinnati is gonna make the playoffs this year. Oh, I didn't think you were gonna go that high. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that Cincinnati makes the playoffs. I'm going to put him as high as fifth place. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yep. Wow. I'm Dang. swinging. I'm, I'm swinging. If this was a part of balls and beers, you'd, you'd, you'd lose already. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Balls, balls oh, my God. Beer. Here I am. Oh Lewis, where do you have something? I might just walk off the show right now. <laughs> If Cincinnati makes this playoffs in this loaded Eastern Conference, I will forever give you the Balls and Bears trophy, and you will be champion from here on out. Um, all they have to do look, is make the playoffs. All they no, have to do is make the playoffs. Shield. All they have to do is make a no, playoffs. No, no, no. That's, that's, low, that's low-hanging fruit. That's right, low-hanging fruit, it. man. It, it, This is MLS. Oh, well, this <laughs> is MLS. You, remember, you have to remember that. I mean... Okay, that I mean you're right. I mean shit happens. Is you're what he's right, saying. You're right. I mean I, I can't deny that one, but wow. Um, Here's the thing. They finally started putting 
you know, people that actually know what they're doing. Unfortunately, the roster is still the same. Now, you can blame that on the coach. You can blame that on the GM. You can blame that on a lot of things, obviously. Um, but I, I don't think that there's going to be that quick of a turnaround here. And again, especially in the Eastern Conference, which is going to be, uh, again, I, I can't stress this enough. It's going to be crazy. Uh, a lot of people will be battling for the playoffs. I did not think Cincinnati was one of those teams. I don't give them credit. And the thing is, I cannot give a team that is finishing dead last in its entire existence the benefit of the doubt that they would finish anywhere outside of the bottom of the standings. Lucky for them, there's another team that is screwed. <laughs> Cincinnati will not win the wooden spoon this year. That is my bold prediction. I ain't saying making the playoffs. They move up one spot to 13th. <laughs> Probably. I'll give them as high as 12. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bold prediction. That's, not. Um, that's pretty much where anybody that can, like, like Lewis says, this is stacked. It's so hard to, to put them anywhere above 12. Yeah, it really is. Um, I don't and that's what I've been I've been debating whether to put them at twelve or thirteen. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and put them in twelve. I'm gonna give them a little oh. more. <laughs> I'm telling you, no, no, this is. I'm telling you, Cincinnati is gonna be my. Uh, uh, who was it that Bobby was so in love with last year that he like picked them despite the odds? Was, was it last year or the was, year before? Uh, it's usually he, he the picked, expansion team. He picked Cincinnati well, I, a couple I, I times, think I, um, and yeah. then he picked Chicago yeah, the first, a couple times. Team. Um, I do remember that a lot, and it was awesome. No, yeah, no, I have Austin a feeling that Bobby Bobby roots Bobby roots for the for the the, the serious underdog or the, the not the, all the time. The, yeah, well, yeah, well, he likes exactly. he does, he does like the sense. expansion side because he did like Orlando. He did love Orlando when they yeah. first came in, um, mm-hmm. and then when we started balls and beers, that was that was because uh, of Kaká. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was all cut. Yeah, but yeah. still, you yeah. know, he liked he, he liked what they were doing in Orlando. Yeah. But yeah, but he he picked yeah. Cincinnati every so often. He had Chicago a lot last year. Yeah, I, I have him. a feeling he hit him. I have a feeling that uh, Cincinnati's going to be right. my, my Orlando this uh, this year. With, you know, the Bobby, the Bobby Orlando pick. I I, I feel like that's going to. be I mean, I'd be is. I'd be surprised and happy for them. It'd be yep. really cool. But I just I'm looking at this list. <laughs> just like wow, but, you know. But it but again, what David said, it's MLS, yep. dude. Like, dude. Like anything can happen where slots just fall and teams rise all quick, you know, you never um, know. But going back to the game, uh in keeping in in on brand, I guess, for for my pick, I'm gonna go with Cincinnati in this game. I have I have Cincinnati with the confidence of three. Wow. Wow. Bobby, where do you sit on this garbage cup? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know what? I don't. I wouldn't even call this garbage. Wow. Either, dude. I, um, I think. I think this is. I think this is for. Well, I'm talking about is like perspective. You know, like because I'm pretty sure the the Austin crowd is gonna turn it up and have yeah. a great time and all that shit. But you know, things on the pitch is a different situation. The garbage um, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I. You know, it's. I think it'll. I, the thing is, I think it's gonna yeah. be entertaining. Um, I'm gonna give this a draw. Confidence yeah. of three. I love the circus. The circus is entertaining. Why wouldn't I love the circus? This is, you know, it's sad because what Bobby said, like I, I the fans are going to bring it. The fans are very passionate. It's a lot of fun uh, to see that. I, I, I hope to go to Austin one day and experience it. I heard it was a blast. Um, but the, the, again, it's it's the finished product. It's the product on the field. For what it's worth, as I said, I think Austin does improve a little bit here. 
Um, and I also feel that, as I said, they had a couple results, didn't go their way last year. Um, maybe they fix it a little bit this year. Um, they're home, and I'm going home field advantage here. This is Balls and Beers Cup number two. And with usually with the Garbage Cup, that's what usually happens. We have three different yeah. uh, opinions. So uh, we completely stay on brand there. I'm going to take Austin for the victory here. And I will stay on brand in predicting a Garbage Cup. It's a one for me, oh, uh, Austin. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and move on. DC United will open up their campaign against Charlotte, who is making their MLS debut they are the expansion side and um well obviously we can't uh there were no standings for them last season uh go ahead and start with dc david yeah. Where, so what do we do dc dc ended up in eighth place last year just shy of the playoff spot <clears throat> even though they i think they tried to surge toward the end of the season there but um, we all had them missing the playoffs. I had them in 13th. Uh, Lewis, you had them in 10th. Bobby, you had them in 12th. Um, so DC United, uh, as we talked about in the playoffs, they had not allowed a goal or the, 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 the goal that was allowed by the Galaxy um, was only the second goal in the preseason that DC um, <clears throat> had allowed. So it, it's not it doesn't really make that much of a difference. The game that I saw them play, it was very ugly. It was, it, it was very like, I honestly think that this might be the garbage cup um, just because DC is not very, a very good team. They weren't very impressive. And uh, it, you know, all I see is just kind of like boring play. Um, <clears throat> Charlotte, obviously we know Charlotte is expansion side. They are not ready to come to MLS. They are, I think in probably, Roster wise, they're probably worse shape than Cincinnati was. Uh, yeah, they're probably they in worse shape. They're probably in worse shape than uh, Miami was in terms of mentality coming into the league. Um, obviously, they're not. Uh, they're trying to make the big like splashy marketing thing, but like ready to play the game. I don't think they're ready. Um, so I think it's a no brainer to say that we all are going to end up with Charlotte in 14th place uh, for the season here. Um, I'll just I'll just take your nods of uh, of yes that Charlotte is going to finish last in the in the standings. This man does not speak for me. I have Charlotte in third in these regards. <laughs> um, all right, I'm putting it down for third. <laughs> Locked in. Uh, no, of course Charlotte is going to end up. If they're going to win the wooden spoon. If Cincinnati does not win the wooden spoon, it's because Charlotte came into the league. Well, um, Cincinnati's again. not going to win the wooden spoon because they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, okay, there it is. <laughs> uh, the, the thing with, with, with Charlotte, again, uh, it's what David was saying. Uh, there, there was a, they, they're doing a lot of stuff right off the field. Uh, they are on pace, apparently, to br- shatter Atlanta United's uh, record for uh, attendance in an MLS game, uh, apparently 75,000 plus, uh, or they're expecting 75,000 plus for the game against the Galaxy, which is their home opener, uh, which would be crazy considering that it's in Charlotte. And we said the same thing about Atlanta, right? Like those regions where you think that soccer wouldn't make it, well, you know, uh, we were dead wrong about that. Um, Unfortunately, yeah, Charlotte is just not uh, doing it where it really matters, which is the product on the field. Their coach, straight when asked about the roster, straight up said, "Ask me again, 
because right now we're screwed. He has no confidence in his players right now. He has no confidence in the roster. Um, that is not a good sign, like, whatsoever. Um, yeah, th- there's just no way that this team doesn't win the wooden spoon. There's, it's, yeah, it's it's 14th for me. Um, but to be fair, Cincinnati's there until proven otherwise. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, it's a 14 for me. Um, Bobby, you're, you're agreeing here, right? Well, look at oh, here's Uh-oh. the thing. Bold prediction. MLS, anything can happen. But I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> I was gonna say, support a shield. Of course you are. Of course you are. Of course you are. DC. So going back to DC United, uh, they finished in eighth place last year. I don't know if they're gonna be that much better. I'm gonna sit them in. I think I have them in tenth place. Uh, I feel pretty good about that. Bobby, what do you think about DC? Uh, six. six making the playoffs. All right, Lewis. Yeah, they had uh, they had a golden opportunity last season to make the playoffs, and then just kind of fell through. New York had a good boost toward the end. Uh, DC was dropping points, and that's what ultimately cost them. They were only one point off of the playoffs. So, you know, I, I'm not sure if they actually improved this season or not. Um, but again, this. Eastern Conference is absolutely loaded. Unfortunately, I don't see them making the playoffs, but the same thing that I said for Toronto. I think going into decision day, DC United still has a chance. I think there's going to be a lot of congestion toward the bottom uh, of that uh, that playoff line. Um, I think a lot of teams are going to be in contention. I think DC United is one of them. Ultimately, I think they fall short. And because you have to put them somewhere, Missing the playoffs, I have them in tenth. But yeah, I, I still think that they're fighting for a playoff come decision day. Yeah, it's it's so, possible, but yeah, I don't think they're gonna make it. I don't so think going, they're gonna make it either. Going back to this game, um I don't know why I didn't lock this game. I don't know why I didn't double down this game for DC United. I think probably because I'm not very high on DC United. And I also think that this the Charlotte coach and and all this posturing over we're screwed um maybe kind of being a a, a decoy there so um still I think they're gonna win the game I have DC United with confidence of three Bobby well I mean look I, I do want to see uh, a Charlotte come out and actually play well and surprise us all you know uh, but it's hard to go against DC at home. They're a better team. They've been around. Uh, it's confidence of four. Yeah, I- I'm not really sure why. I also didn't have this higher concern. The fact that you know Charlotte is the expansion team. DC United will be, or at least you know didn't do that bad last season, um, considering where we kind of thought they were going to end up. They're at home. Got a better side. They're ready to play. Um, only allowed two goals. Three goals the entire season. Two of those came in their final game against the Galaxy. So you can throw, like I said, results don't really matter uh, in the preseason. What someone does there doesn't necessarily reflect what will happen in the regular season. But I got to figure that, you know, at the very least, they're par. I'm not sure if they improved. Still think they're better than Charlotte. Not sure why this isn't higher. I have DC winning with the confidence of four should have been a lock but it's a four maybe because it's week one i don't know maybe it's the deuce is wild and i just decided to double the deuce i don't know <laughs> all right 
let's go ahead and move on. Miami versus Chicago. Um, once again, this is an interesting match. Yep. Co- uh, coming out of the game. I, I, I actually would really like to see this game. Um, David. Well, yeah, Miami and Chicago, 11 and 12. Um, we had Miami. We all had Miami finishing eighth. I don't know how we came up with that math. There we had Chicago much lower in 10th, uh, uh, 12th, and uh, 10th, respectively. So, Lewis, you had that dead on 12th place for Chicago. Um, but Chicago comes in sporting a new look, sporting a new player in Shakiri. Um, Bobby reminded me that Shakiri came. I completely forgot about it. And when he said Shakiri, wow. I said, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I didn't know Shakira was in Chicago. Um, <laughs> uh, Miami, um, again, you know, we, we had them in eighth place. Um, I, I honestly like Miami is such an enigma. They have the, they, they should have the ability, the resources, the know-how to field a better team. And yet they just don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um, it's been long enough. They've had the, the, the sort of, um, the resources to do it, but here they are. Um, so, so, so is Cincinnati, to be fair. No, 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 no. It's, it's a little very different. different. If you're, if you're trying to different. pitch to a player, hey, we have this team. It's in Miami. Come play in Miami. Versus, hey, so there's a city in the United States called Cincinnati. <laughs> the thing fair. they're most famous for is chili and cheese. <laughs> That's Wisconsin, sir. No, it's called it, it's called uh, Skyline Chili, and it's chili and cheese, <laughs> and it's oh, disgusting. Um, much, so there you go. So Cincinnati so no, they do not have the resources. I would not say that Cincinnati has the same resources as Miami. Uh, okay, um, that's fair. Uh, so, I, and that's, that's just location. location. <laughs> I have no choice but to put Miami at the bottom of the East. Given you, you guys talked about how stacked Whoa. the East is. You guys talked about how stacked the East is, right? But who do we already have picked? We have the bottom of the East pretty much filled out almost. D.C., Columbus, Charlotte, Cincinnati. You know, well, for you guys, Cincinnati. For me, it's going to be Miami. I think Miami's going to finish in 13th place this year. Um, well, here's the thing. I have Miami fighting for a playoff spot again. <laughs> um, you know, the thing with Miami, yeah, it, it's kind of a, a, a dysfunctional club right now where, you know, they, they, they do have the resources. They promised big things. Didn't happen. I think that when they were on, like they had like a little like period where all of a sudden they had one four in a row and all of a sudden the playoffs were very much um, possible. Um, but I think they improved this year. I think they, again, I, I, I shake up the roster, picked up some players. I, God, I, I still think they're going to be competitive. I, I don't have them in dead last. That's 100% sure. I don't have them making the playoffs, but again, one of those teams that will definitely be there on decision day looking to get above that playoff line. Now, here is where, again, I'm struggling to do this because this is what makes this game so interesting. And I get it. It's week number one. 
but here I feel that Miami has doing what it can to go forward, to pick themselves up and to be this team that they promised the league and their fans that they were going to be, and they're trying to do it, which I admire. Then you have Chicago, who's been down the dumps and all of a sudden has picked up some good players. Unfortunately, until, again, you prove that you're able to win in year number one, can't have faith in you. It's ironic that these teams are playing while we're doing this prediction or this uh, <laughs> preview because I've got – I don't know how you're going to mark this down, and Bobby's going to love me for this. I have Miami oh, in eighth. I have Miami in eighth here on the bubble, but if they don't finish in eighth, I switch them out with Chicago, and I put them down to 11th, and Chicago takes the bubble spot in eighth. Mm. I don't know how these two teams are going to play out, to be honest. I, again – I, since we're doing it, I'll say uh, since I already put my ch- Chicago thing, once again, I don't know how they're going to come out, but there's certainly going to be more competitive, I believe, this year than last year. They picked up some really good players, and then there's still time to fill in some of the spots. I still think they have some money. I'm not sure if they still have another DP to play with. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I probably should have checked that, but... Chicago, I, I think they I, will. In the, I think they will in the summer because, to be yeah, honest with you, I think, I think that Gonzalo Higuain is probably going to just going to retire. Yeah. So, I honestly think that Chicago will also be more competitive this year. So, I think that they will also be in contention come decision day. But again, ultimately, fall short. It's that eighth through the eleventh, and honestly, it's basically fifth through eleventh for this Eastern Conference. It's it's fucking crazy to me. But, um, yeah, Miami doesn't finish in 8th, they go in 11th. If Chicago doesn't finish 11th, they go up to 8th. Mm. Bobby, what do, you, what do you think about Miami? <sighs> okay, I'm just going back. 8th, 11th, 8th, 11th. That's all I'm hearing. And if it's not 8th, uh, it's 11th. And compl- if it's not 11th, it's 8th. <laughs> yes, felt like I had fucking ping pong in my head right now. Look, I don't um, think they make the playoffs, so they're gonna a, finish somewhere between eighth. Okay, and shut, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Seventy-two, seventy-seven. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have nightmares of this, like the micro machine man, dude. Stop. <laughs> All right, uh, what's it called? I agree totally with David um, about Miami. I feel they're they've they're just a team that tries but never gets that spark to catch fire. Um, and I feel that's how they are right now. And the embers are kind of burning out because like Iguain is on his way out. So I don't really expect anybody coming in in the summer to really change anything up for Miami. Uh, unless, you know, the Holy Grail of Messi, which is even not going to happen. Neymar, even if it's Neymar who or, says he wants to play. Yeah, in Neymar. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it's, that's yeah, not going to yeah. matter for Miami. Like, I don't think it's going to, yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. There needs to be a little bit more change than what we've been seeing. Uh, so I'm actually going to put them in 11th. Um, I really don't expect them to do so much yeah. so great this yeah year. agreed and with Chicago um, I, I was what's funny is that I was I was switching them out between Chicago and um, the Red Bulls early on you know spoiler alert for uh, I think probably the next game um, is uh, I don't really know what to make of Chicago they got some they got some good players coming in and they got their new crest and, and all of that we all know that how much I hated the crest last year um, just based on that information alone, I'm going to put Chicago higher than, 
uh, that I I was because (laughs) I was, like I said, much like Lewis, I was going between uh, Chicago and and the Red Bulls. So, you know, ninth or or uh, or 12. (laughs) So same number difference between eight and 11, except nine and 12. So I want to put Chicago in ninth place for the season. I think that they're going to get they're going to be fighting for that playoff spot. I think they do have a little bit of juice. I think you're, you know, Chicago next year, maybe a team that uh, might be dangerous, but not this year. What do you think about Chicago? We already know uh, Lewis has them in 11. So, Bobby, what do you think, Chicago? Uh, I think I'm going to put them, man. I feel like they do get this, like, this energy bump this season uh, because of all of the things you stated. Um, But are they good enough to be that high up in the East? I don't know. But, again, MLS is MLS. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give them eighth place. Still not playoff spot but you know right on the bubble really which close. is still a yeah it's, it's still an improvement yeah and 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 just based on that alone for the game miami versus chicago i have chicago getting a win here with a confidence of two bobby who do you got i don't know i'm looking <laughs> yeah all right I got, <laughs> yeah i got chicago confidence of three sorry confidence miami. Of eight. no confidence of 11 no eight no 11 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, it's game number one. I think Miami has more of a, I don't want to say set rosters, just, you know, they've been playing together a little bit longer than Chicago has, you know, the, the, the new players that, that, that they've brought in, you're going to have to see how they play together. And again, it could work out spectacularly or could, you know, just not work at all. Um, ultimately, I think I went with home field advantage here. I should have went with a draw. I don't know why I didn't go with a draw. I think I just said home field advantage. I'll give Miami the benefit of the doubt here. I'll take Miami confidence of one. And I have this game circled because I find this matchup really interesting. Even if it's in week number one, I find this a really interesting matchup. And the fact is just to see Shakiri. I mean, come on now. <laughs> okay. Shakiri. Go ahead and move on. Uh, we are, by the way, I apologize. We are only halfway done. Let's go ahead and move on. Hopefully done Seattle. already. Come on, we're doing good. All right, right. San Jose versus the New York Red Bulls is yeah. We got the rhythm. Is our next game? We do. Uh, all right. So who do we got here? Let's go ahead and start with our uh, season prediction, David. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> San Jose finished in tenth so- place. The Red Bulls finished. Uh, in seven, so they did make the playoffs last year. They were above that line, um, which makes me wonder why I picked uh, them to be the way they are. But you know, here we are. Here we go. So last year, uh, we had San Jose down at the bottom. Bobby and I had them in twelfth place. Lewis, you had them in seventh. Um, so that was that was eh, you know split between the two of us. I guess the Red Bulls. I think. I thought we were high on the Red Bulls last year. I think maybe it was that that was the year before where we all had them finishing in first, right? Um, the Red Bulls, I had them in seventh. Lewis, you had them in ninth. Bobby had them in sixth. So pretty much all kind of bubble-ish teams. Uh, they did finish in seventh place. So looking at these two teams, um, Almeida, boy, oh boy, what a dumpster fire the San Jose Earthquakes are this season it is kind of ridiculous how bad they're they are um the only reason i didn't pick them to be absolutely the last 14th place is because they have austin in the conference so 
I think they 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 managed to 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 do a little bit more than than that, but I'm putting him in 13th place to finish the season. It's it's not looking good for San Jose. I think this is going to flame out in a spectacular way. Lewis, what do you think about San Jose? I mean, other than you know, we know, right? The thing with Almeida, there was so much hype for this coach, right? Here's a guy who's going to turn around this trash team. And then Ahmed Almeida finds out that when you go to hell, you don't change the devil. The devil changes you. And there was nothing he can do about it. He had to sit there. He wants out. Um, if Obviously, he's not. this is the last year of his contract. He's obviously not going to be here next year. He may not even be here before the season ends. I'm kind of surprised he's still there, to be honest. He doesn't want to be there. The players aren't responding. Did they even pick up anybody in the offseason that was, like, worth, like, noting? Like, no, there wasn't. No. This team is finishing in dead last uh, in the Western Conference. And I'll say this. If it wasn't for Charlotte, I would probably have Cincinnati above them in the wooden spoon. I would probably give the spoon to San Jose. What well, what what might save San Jose? I mean, not from a play. They're not making the playoffs. What might save them from the bottom of the standings is, as I said, Almeida may not even last to the summer. Um, and if that happens, you're probably going to bring in some you know interim coach. It's going to be some no name, and you might get like that coach's bump because uh, obviously Almeida they're not responding to Almeida, so you might get a coach's bump. It's obviously not enough to get him into the playoffs. But I do think it's enough to get them out of 14th. So um, that's kind of like my disclaimer there. This team is going to be trash. Um, I'll have them as high as 12th. It's not going to go any higher than that. I have them in 14th, 13th, depending on when Almeida uh, decides to uh, to leave or when they decide to get rid of them. All right. Bobby? I don't know. Cool. Uh, 13. 13. 13th place. I'm just guessing now. Now I'm just looking at like where all my left <laughs> teams. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I know because where are they fit yeah, now? Because I was, I did. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat for the East. So when I'm looking at at my leftovers and going, oh no, uh, I may have run out of numbers here. So in you know, with with, with yep. thinking about that and and talking about the Red Bulls. Um, I do think that the Red Bulls suffer from I ran out of numbers, so I didn't really know where to put the Red Bulls. I'm not really high on them. I don't think that they're doing anything really all that interesting right now. Um, their coaching situation is just so so. Um, I'm gonna have the Red Bulls in 12th place. Bobby. Um, since I have Cincinnati in 12th place already, I actually because I feel the same way. I'm gonna actually put the Red Bulls. I'm looking at everybody. Damn. Um just because of just because of the back and forwardness of MLS, I'm gonna put them in the eleventh place. All right. No, that's, that's Miami. Miami. Damn. You can move them up one spot to tenth. No, oh. no, that's that's crazy. <laughs> um, you can put them in thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, that's but then I'm like, that's too low. <sighs> but I guess this is the conundrum. Right. Thirteen. Yeah, see this the, the Red Bulls wow. is the team that everybody forgot. Lewis. So last year, I had uh, said that I wasn't high on New York, either New York side. I thought both New York sides would miss the playoffs. Both of them proved me wrong. One of them really shut me up. Um, (laughs) 
this year, it's a little different. I'm not going to pretty much just put all kinds of crap on the New York sides. New York had a good surge late in the season, pretty much what you really need in MLS. I think they actually added some good pieces there, and I think another year together helps. I think they make the playoffs again, and they sit in the exact same spot as they did last season. I have them in sixth in the Eastern Conference. Wow. All right. Uh, so thinking about the game, uh, this seems like a bit of a stinker. I think this might actually be my de facto garbage cup because I have this as a draw with a confidence of two because I think it's going to be boring. Much like the show. This is the DC, yeah, DC one, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Earthquakes <laughs> versus uh, Red Bulls. Oh, shit. All right. Um, why did I go all the way back know. to DC? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Even, even though even though we did all, or mostly you guys did, all the, the San Jose bashing, <laughs> uh, I gave I gave San Jose the benefit of the doubt at a home opener against Red Bulls because I just don't see Red Bulls really and being any type of cohesiveness to them. Especially in a away game, so San Jose. How about you have them all the way down to thirteenth? <laughs> Sorry, Red Bulls. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if this is the de facto ball, I mean, I'm sorry. This is the de facto garbage cup. I'll go ahead and make this another balls and beers cup. Three. I know, San Ho- I know that San Jose plays a lot tougher at home than they do on the road. New York's has to go cross country. But right now, I just think New York's just a better side. San Jose is a hot mess. I think, as I said, if San Jose does improve, it's going to be later in the season once Almeida is gone, if he is gone. If not, then, yeah, they're just going to be trash all around. Um, I, I, I got a road victory here for the Red Bulls. Confidence of two, and there it is, third Balls and Beers Cup in week number one. We are all over the place here. Let's go ahead and move on. Portland will host the supporter winners. New England Revolution. No FCs given for <laughs> New England. I love that, by the way. Um, all right. Portland got Portland finishing fourth. And as you stated, New England Revolution finishing first in the East. They won the Supporter Shield as the best overall team in MLS. Uh, I had the New England in fourth place. Lewis, you had them in second. Bobby, you had them in third. Uh, For Portland, we had, um, I had them in third, and Lewis and Bobby both had them in first place. So uh, close, no cigar. Um, I think Portland is a bit of a mess right now. To be Um, fair, my team made MLS Cup. Sure. Uh, Portland, (laughs) (laughs) Portland is a bit of a mess. I think that they are... Um, dealing with some some issues that we all know that everybody hates Merritt Paulson. Um, but, you know, they, they, they've got some stuff going on off the field, and I think it, it leaks into on the field. Um, New England, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce when he got his guy, didn't he, in the offseason. Omar Gonzalez comes in. Um, he got, uh, you know, Ima Boateng for another season. He got Sebastian Legette. I think that New England is poised to make uh, another big, big, big uh, season. Um, I have Portland pretty low in my overall standings. Uh, I'm trying to figure out sort of what the the right number is. They definitely don't make the playoffs. Um, I think I might have them as low 
as 12th place. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to move him up one because I forgot about Houston because I think I'm going to put Houston way down there in uh, <laughs> in 12th place. Uh, I'm going to have Portland finishing in 11th. Bobby? Oh, man, this is getting yep. harder mm-hmm. now. Um, I've been looking, I've been staring <laughs> at this. Uh, Jesus. It's just numbers, uh, Bobby. It's just numbers. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree. It's too much. It's a, you know, it's either from one or 14th, <laughs> you know, and I can go from 14th or to the first, you know. Um, I mean, I, I feel I'm going to go there. with, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead with uh, Portland and uh, in, oh, I have eighth place already taken. Jesus. Ninth say, you can go ninth or you can go seventh. That, the, there's yeah. a big difference ninth, because ninth. one is a playoff and one ninth. is not. <laughs> yeah, I see yeah. ninth right now. All right, Lewis. Here's the thing with Portland. Yeah, they got a lot of off-the-field issues um, with the owner, with what happened with um, the, the player that came out, um, you know, that he um, – domestic violence, they try to cover it up. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, they lost Diego Valeri. Um so um, th- there's a lot of things there. And the thing is, is that Portland always finds a way, right? Since 2015, MLS Cup has featured either Seattle or Portland as a Western Conference um, representative. They know how to win. You showed it last season. They made a surge and... Did it where it counted, right? Um, took all the way. Uh, I think they went to penalties. MLS Cup. So Portland, they hosted the game too. So mm-hmm. I mean, th- mm-hmm. there was all the chance for them to win that title. Um, I think they underperformed during the season, but did it where they counted. It's really hard for me, despite all that, because what Savaris has done over there is absolutely more than admirable, but. It's hard for me to t- t- put this team out of the playoffs. It's, 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 it really is. Do I think they're going to be as dominant as I thought they would be last season? No. But they find a way. They always find a way. This is one of those things where I have like the same as Miami and Chicago. Remember what I said about LAFC? As long as Vela stays healthy and he's on there, they can go as high as third. But ultimately, having him as a bubble, this is a switcheroo. If Portland can go as high as third for me or be on the bubble, it's like, I don't even think there's any between for me. Like, I don't even think it'd be like four five or six. It's either you're, you're barely making the playoffs or you're finding ways to win. So, um, I guess I'll put them in third and I'm not even confident in doing that simply because I've already put LFC in seven. So I have to put another number in there, but yeah, those two switch off for me the same way that Miami and Chicago do. Okay. Uh, as for New England, um, I think all of us are kind of thinking first place in the East. Um, I do think that this is going to be the kind of season where they're going to gun for MLS Cup and not really care all that much about where they land in the in the Eastern Conference, just, just so long they make the playoffs because that's kind of Bruce's play. Um, I'm going to go for New England in second place for the season. Bobby. Wow, I'm doing the exact same go. thing. Second, Second place, place Lewis. 
Yeah, it's second place. Uh, I already have Philly as number one. I'm pretty confident in that. Uh, I, do I think that New England, I don't want to say it was a fluke. It wasn't a fluke. They were a good team. They did what they had to do. There's a little bit more of a balance as far as the scheduling is concerned. Um, the Eastern Conference is going to be a lot more competitive. And I just don't think that you know, you're going to have the same type of uh, output this season as you did last season. Even if they do end up in first, they're not going to, you know, match that point total again. So, um, yeah, I have them first or second. Ultimately, I'm going to put them second since I have Philly winning the Eastern Conference. Um, but they're still high up there, and they're definitely one of the MLS Cup favorites going into yep. the season. Yep. A new logo. new uh, No FCs given, as you said. So, thinking about the... Uh... The team, the, the actual matchup here, Portland versus New England. Um, New England on the road, I still think that they have the quality to overcome here. I have New England with the confidence of three in Portland. Bobby? Uh, yeah, New England does have the quality. Uh, so I don't know why earlier Bobby said a draw for this one. <laughs> so draw for confidence of two. Uh, so, yeah, does New England have the quality to... To be Portland on the road, absolutely. But it's week number one, and you know there's going to be a lot of uh, you know mistakes for both sides. I think they kind of cancel each other out because Portland has a huge, huge home field advantage. Um, and I said, like, like I said, they, they find a way, one way or the other, they find a way. I think it's going to be a very, very tough game. New England got lucky in that they don't have to play their Champions League game. They should have been playing, I believe, today. Oh, yeah, today, but. Yep. But because the you know Konkakaf well Konkakaf, uh, their opponent did not get their visas and could not play, could not enter the United States. They therefore forfeit their games. They are automatically into the next round. So New England a bit lucky there, as teams who come back from Champions League don't really do too well in the immediate game following that. By the way, I actually forgot to mention that with Colorado, who is actually down uh, in their Champions League. Um, home and home series to Comunicaciones of all teams and then having to try to win that game at home and then try to beat LFC. Yes. I don't think it's going to happen. I forgot to mention that when, uh, with my pick. Another reason why I doubled it down. Uh, New England doesn't have to worry about that, but I don't think it really matters. I think these teams offset each other. I actually think you're going to get kind of like a weird boring game in this one. Um, I don't, wouldn't expect too much of this. If it was later on the season, you might see some fireworks. Game number one, not so much. I have this as a draw. I agree with Bobby. This is wild again. I have the confidence of two. Orlando versus Montreal is our next game. We're so, we're almost there, guys. Almost there. Almost, get, almost getting, there. Coming around the home stretch there. All right, so uh, Orlando and Montreal. So Orlando finished in sixth place last year. Montreal finished in tenth, although they were a good team. I, I, I should say that Montreal, I think, was a was a good team last year. Uh, Orlando, we had them predicted. I had them in third place. Lewis had them in fourth place. Bobby had them in seventh. Uh, as for Montreal, um, I had them in dead last, uh, 14th place. Lewis, you had them in 13th place. And Bobby had them in ninth place. So not too high on Montreal. Um, you know, as we said, they, they finished in 10th. So, you know, we were pretty close in terms of where we thought they would be certainly below the playoff line. Um, Orlando city, uh, hopefully their, uh, their, their new, wait, is Pato a DP or not a DP? I can't remember. 
Um, I think he, I think he's, a, I think he has I think a DP, he's a DP. Right? Um, hoping their DP stays um, healthy this season uh, because I think he got hurt almost immediately when he came uh, in, started playing for for them. Um, I'm pretty high on Orlando to be honest with you. Uh, they have um, the uh, the old Dallas coach was named Lewis. Um, Poppy. Um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank too. Yeah, uh, guy. He, yeah, he went to he went to Tijuana. Um, wow, I'm drawing a blank. Does, well. Yeah, <laughs> I wow. just know him as Poppy. I uh, and uh, oh I think God. I'm like I said, I'm pretty high on on uh, on Orlando. Um, I came very close to leaving New England in first place, and I decided on second only because I have Orlando in first place in the East. I think they're going to finish high up there. Lewis, how do you feel about Orlando? Well, the thing with Orlando is, like, as last year, I, I kind of felt, uh, I don't know, they, they, they underachieved a little bit, in my opinion. Last year, they they had Nani, they had uh, DK, they had Muller. I mean, they had a lot of guys there um, and lost a lot of games. Again, results didn't go their way when they probably should have. Um, so they lost all those players, by the way. Every single one of them are gone. All those three players that I mentioned are gone. But they did add, again, some pieces, including Fagundo Torres, which was pretty big pickup. Um, I like Orlando. In this very, very very tough Eastern Conference. I don't see them finishing top three. Um, I think they go as high as fourth. I have them in fifth. Fourth or fifth is where my my range is for them. I, I don't see them in the top three. Not with, a te- not, not with the three, te- three teams that I have on there. I don't think they're in the same level. Um, that's not to say that they couldn't do some damage in the playoffs. I think in the playoffs, they can do damage. Uh, Bobby? <laughs> well, I was waiting pause. for you to just start. Waiting. No, I, wait, I was waiting for my name to be spoken. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I don't, I don't really see them being number one uh, in the East. I I agree with Lewis. I'm gonna probably I'm gonna put them in fifth place. Uh, I like them a lot, but I, this is gonna be a difficult conference, and uh, I just can't see them going above fifth right now. All right, who do we got for the games? Bobby, let's start with you. Uh, let me see. Orlando. Oh. <laughs> <Conference> <laughs> <of> three. <laughs> did we give our? Did I? Did you say where you wanted Montreal to be? Oh no, I didn't. Um. No, we're going to okay, do that next to David. Uh, I, I think so. So, um, okay, okay, so let's go with Orlando. Um, let, let me bring up that table one more time. He has what we had him. Um, uh, oh, no, he, he did say what, what we uh, ended up last year. They did ultimately miss the playoffs. They were, by the way, still in contention on decision day, I believe. They might have ended in 10th, but they were only two points behind the seventh spot and one point behind eighth and ninth. So the 10th is a little misleading. Obviously, it's still 10th place, but could have made the playoffs very easily. I don't think this is a hot take, to be honest. I have Montreal making the playoffs this year, but they're on the bubble. Wow. But again, one of the, of all the teams that are fighting, I have Montreal, Miami, I have Toronto, DC, Chicago, you know, fighting for that playoff spot. 
I have ultimately decided that it's Montreal that will come out on top and get that final spot. So what was Montreal again for you? Uh, seventh. I'm going to put him in seventh, right? Right there. Okay, I'm writing it down. Seventh place. Wow. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, right now, you know what? I don't know. I don't, for some reason, I don't have the same, I don't have that same amount of faith uh, as you do for them. I'm actually putting them down a little lower from around, I'm just trying to see what was my, the last number I had left uh, down there. I think I'm actually throwing them down to 10th, dude. Yep. So you have them pretty much uh, exactly out. Uh, well, exactly where they ended oh, up wait, last no. season. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Um, yeah, no movement for me. I think David's back. David, are you back? No, probably no. not. Uh, we'll get back to his. Uh, Bobby, let's get to your game prediction. Uh, Orlando versus Montreal. Who do you got? Oh, that one I already said. It was a confidence of three. Orlando. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Even though all, all of that, all of that. Sh- <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, oh, David's back, so let's. I'm, go ahead I'm back. And... Sorry. Uh, okay, so. So, David, your Montreal. My, my pick. Montreal pick. Um, I, 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 I have them going all over the place. I, I think I'm going to have them in the playoffs. I have them in sixth place this season, um, but I'm higher on Orlando. As I said, I think they're going to finish in fourth. So, for my game pick, Orlando versus Montreal, I have them uh, Orlando with the confidence of three. Uh, so yeah, uh, I am a lot higher in Orlando than I am Montreal. Uh, I have home field advantage going for them. Montreal, I don't think comes, I think Montreal came out. I think they came out hot last season before they tailed off. Was that the team that was like in first place? And we're like, what the heck was yeah. it Montreal? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I, I can kind of see that happening again. Ultimately, everything kind of evens out, right, in the MLS season for the most part. And so not sure if Montreal finishes strong and dies out or vice versa for them to finish in seventh. But I don't see them going into Orlando and getting results here. I'm going to take Orlando as well. Once again, a confidence of two. Atlanta versus Kansas City is our next game. Um, David? Um, Atlanta versus Kansas City. And fine, at last, we're getting to some nitty gritty here, right? Um, Atlanta, uh, they finished last year in fifth place, uh, and Kansas City finished in third. Uh, we had or Atlanta oh, kind of. What what's that? Uh, you, you'll see when you get to me. Go on. Got it. Okay. Um. So we we <laughs> Atlanta. Uh, I had them in sixth place last year. Lewis, you had them in third. Bobby had them in second. And for Kansas City, uh, I had them finishing first in the West. Uh, They got pretty close. They almost did. Uh, And then, uh, Lewis, you had them in fifth. Bobby, you had them in third place. So you hit uh, Kansas City dead on. Um, Do I get anything? You get uh, a clap. (laughs) Um, Thinking about the way these two teams uh, operate. Atlanta went through a little bit of a, a change and it was rough. Um, I mean, you know, semi rough for for them. Uh, they're looking at a, a a season where they have a healthy Joseph Martinez coming into the, the mix. Um, they have shipped off uh, Ezekiel Barco, who may or may not have been a bit of a locker room issue. Uh, they did bring in another player, right? Uh, they got rid of um, 
who was the guy? They brought that, in another DP, and I can't remember who it was. Now. Yeah, I can't but remember yeah, they who it was, but they got rid of the, the other guy um, that uh, Bello. didn't really work out. Um, well, Bello went to uh, Europe. No, no, no. I'm talking about the DP that came in from River the year before. PT Martinez? Yeah, PT. They got rid of PT. Um, and uh, and now they, I think they have another DP. I don't remember where they are. But I think that Atlanta um, is going to go back to sort of being – you know, one of the top teams in, in the, the league this year, um, I'm going to put them in third place for the season. Bobby, how do you feel about Atlanta? <sighs> well, here's my hot take. And I guess it's not that much different from last year. I'm actually going to put them in first place. Um, no real rhyme or reason. I know it's just mostly because of what, you know, what David said, you know, they went through a lot of stuff. Martinez is doing really well now. He looks, he looks like he, he, he could have a really great year. Um, I feel like there's an extra oomph because he, you know, came out and said that, you know, it's only Atlanta for him. You know, that's, that's his home forever. So, uh, I think he kind of has some extra like dedication in this, this season. So I'm putting them in first. It's crazy, but wow, I am. first Lewis. Um, yeah, I think, uh, sorry, I think Atlanta comes back, um, maybe not one of the powerhouses of the East, but certainly someone to keep an eye on someone that you obviously should fear and respect. Um, I obviously they're making the playoffs. Um, I have them as high as third. Um, I have them in that three, four range. Um, ultimately, ultimately I'm going to put them in the fourth, fourth, but again, as, but the same with Orlando, get in the playoffs they're gonna do damage they could yeah. do damage so yeah well there you go uh and then as for sporting kansas city uh they're a little bit tougher of a nut to crack i think that uh kansas city is going to end up being either it this is going to be one of those like wishy-washy teams for the season um you have peter vermes who's been in charge there for i don't know since the kansas city team became Kansas City, right? That's <laughs> Kansas City. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, and he's not really met with a lot of success. He's got one MLS Cup in that time. I think he's got one supporter shield. But, I mean, you know, it's very, very mediocre in terms of what the performance of this team is. Um, they're always good. They're always competitive. But I think right now they don't have a striker since uh, Alan Polito is out for the entire season after he suffered a... Um, uh, an injury. So um, the question mark for Kansas City is, what is it, who's going to score their goals? Um, they obviously still have uh, some aging players, but I, I just don't think that they're going to do all that well this year. Um, I'm going to put Kansas City actually pretty low in my standings and just looking at my numbers. Um, I'm going to put them all the way down in ninth place. Lewis, Kansas City. Well, the thing is, is that I I thought I was going to be alone in this, but you pretty much said everything that I was going to say. Um, you have aging players, and you have your star striker gone for the entire season. Um, it is still Kansas City, and they're one of those teams that, again, they – Figure out a win, uh, a way to win, and this is uh, that's more of a testament to Peter Vermees. I just don't see it happening um, as consistently this season. And again, David uh, hits the nail on the head. I think that this is the wishy-washy team 
of MLS where I don't know what to expect. I I know they're a good team and they could win, but will they win, right? And uh, the games that I expect them to lose, all of a sudden they pull off a result, right? Um, I, I fully expect this team to be wishy-washy. Now, what I had meant, uh, the comment that I had said earlier, like, oh, wait a minute. I did have Kansas City out of the playoffs. However, looking at, like, my standings, I, I don't... Uh, I would think that they're more like along the lines of a bubble team, not so much in 10th. Uh, but I'm running out of numbers here. Um, but I guess I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put them in 10th because it doesn't really matter, right? If I'm right or wrong on this one. Um, if they do make the playoffs, I know which team they kick out in my standings. We'll get to that. So I guess because I ran out of space and it's not an accurate... I, I, <laughs> I, I God, I, I just don't want to put Kansas City in 10th, but I ran out of spot. And that's, that's why I said, oh my God. Because I actually right. forgot about Kansas City. I was like, wait a minute, no, they're not a 10th place team. Like, there's no way. Yeah, I mean, they might be. <laughs> I guess. I just, no. They're well, fighting for a spot. Well, but, no. Where's Bobby Whatever. I'm just, let me, whatever. Let me balance it out a little bit because I'm kind of the same way as you. I'm, I've ran out of numbers, so they got to either go high or they're going to go a lot lower than what I want. We should have been prepared for this. So, you would think after five yeah. seasons. <laughs> But then, like looking at, but look, yeah, exactly. Right. But looking at the list, looking at the Western Conference, you know, uh, I mean, there's there's always which each or which way for either one of these teams, either one of these teams in any given time. Um, geez, Louise. Yeah. See, it doesn't. I'm gonna just it, since it doesn't we matter up. really. Yeah, we messed I'm up. Gonna, here. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm gonna just <laughs> I'm just gonna totally I'm actually gonna do that. Cause, cause this could, cause this could actually happen. Cause fuck SKC. If everybody listens to balls and beers, <laughs> that means for me. So I'm just gonna go ahead and give them again more of the benefit of the doubt, even with all of that shit surrounding them. Second place for me. Wow. Second place. Oh my That's, goodness. I, I I promise they won't. Well, no, I can't Big promise that. But I, I'm pretty. Yeah, I I don't think they end up in second. But here's the thing. Based on what we did with Kansas City right now, 10th and 9th and 2nd, if anybody is still listening to us at this point, they definitely turned it off there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we're so, all over the place here. So, so uh, what do we at, got for the game? The, yeah, looking at the game prediction, um, actually, Bobby, I think um, I think you dropped this piece of paper, uh, and I may have mixed it up with my piece of paper for my prediction because I have Kansas City winning the game. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a confidence of three. I don't know why, but there we go. The wishy-washiness yeah, starts. Yeah, that's, Bobby, that's who do you got? Well, it's you know, it's for me, it's the the first place Eastern Conference team against the second place Western Conference team. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the draw, confidence of two. Yeah, that one makes sense for Bobby. Uh for me. Uh, like I said, I think Atlanta is back. I think Joseph Martinez is rejuvenated. He's ready to go back on a tear. He has said his goal is to win the golden boot. I believe him. He's done it before. Um, he has the pieces around him. Um, so I think that helps in Kansas City. As I said, just who's going to score the goals? What's going to happen, right? I think Atlanta wins this game. Uh, this is, by the way, Balls and Beer Cup number four in week number one. Oh my goodness. Confidence of two. Deuces are wild for me all the way across, guys. Two for Atlanta. Let's go ahead and... Well, it's not a garbage cup, but it's certainly a game you probably don't want to watch. 
Houston versus RSL. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Houston finishing in dead last in the West last year, finishing in 13th place. RSL <sighs> knocking the Galaxy out of the playoff on a goal where it should have been a handball. Seventh place. For what it's, for what it's worth, for what it's worth, RSL. I think the Galaxy knocked themselves out of the playoffs. Sure. When, sure when, in your, when in your end. Um, indeed. But, you know, there, there we are. Um, last year, we had Houston. Where do we have Houston, guys? Um, I think I was way uh, off I, the downward. Uh, I, oh, had no. Houston, I had Houston in 13th place. I was dead on. Lewis, you had them in 11th. Bobby had them in 10th. Yeah. So nobody had faith in Houston. Um, yeah. For RSL, I had them in 10th. Louis, you had them in 10th. Bobby had them in 6th. So he was the closest uh, one one place off there. Um, Houston, the only move that I know that they've made in the offseason was they bought out Joe Corona. <laughs> and they also got rid I, of Tab Ramos. They got rid of Tab Ramos, and I believe they made – there's a rumor going around that they made an offer for Piojo um, Hernandez um, or, uh, I mean, Herrera. In uh, you know previously um, coaching uh, Club America, um, but I don't really see Houston doing much better this year. Um, I'm gonna put them in 12th place. Wait, do I already have 12th place to get up? Nope, I reserved it for <laughs> them. Uh, I think Bobby, you said that you know you had Houston in 11th simply because you started running out, running out of numbers. Um, well, yep. yeah, I mean, I, I, they they belong yeah, down there at least. So that's the that's the number that's there. So Eleven. <laughs> okay, but <I'll> do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no faith in no faith in Houston. Uh, I, I I thought that Tab Ramos would do a little better in year number two. He ended up doing worse, and uh, ultimately cost him his job. That was his first professional uh, uh, gig there. Uh, didn't do too well. I thought I was actually a little surprised, although it is, you know, it's Houston. Um, I know that probably, you know, kind of like Dallas, I think they're trying to spend a little bit of money. I just don't see them doing much of anything here. And, yeah, um, somehow I have them lower than Austin. I mean, that's what happened last season, so why not do it this season? I don't have confidence in them. Um, 13th place for me. There you go. And then, and I think, uh, and I think like, that's as high as they go. It's yeah. 13th or 14th. And And, you know, RSL in a similar boat. I mean, their ownership situation is in shambles. I don't know if they brought in players of they they lost Albert Rusnak, as we all know, yeah. uh, the, the 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 very famous uh, Rusnak gate um, that that was happening. Um, I, yeah, just looking at my numbers, uh, I already have 14, 13, 12, and eleven taken up, so I'm gonna put RSL in tenth place. Uh, yeah, I think the the loss of Rusnak is is that's a lot. Um, I know they have Ochoa in there. That that's that's a that's one of the great villains of MLS. It's a guy. <laughs> it, it's a guy that you want to keep uh, an eye on. And look, man, the, the guy. I don't want to say single handedly got him through you know that little miracle run that they had, but you know he played a big part in it. And I know he's probably gonna you know get that team pumped up. What I did say last season about RSL when I was talking about the Galaxy's chances of making the playoffs, 
I said, who did the Galaxy knock out? Like, I can guarantee that these teams are going to be in there. You're fighting for two spots. And there's going to be three teams that are fighting for said spot. And I said, look, I don't think much of RSL. But they're always in the mix. They're always there, right? You don't really expect nothing of them, but come to yeah. Sunday, they're in the yep. mix. Yeah. So uh, in that sense, like I said, I, I was kind of like, I think last year's prediction, I was pretty close to a, a lot of the things that, that happened. Some were obviously way off, but um, same thing for me to RSL this year. It's like, they're always there. I don't really think that they're players. I just, they're always there. Once again, I'm not going to give them respect where they're not going to make the playoffs. But, yeah, I think it's a little tougher now uh, with Dallas improving. Um, but uh, I, I'll, I'll put them in, well, 11th. There you go. Lewis. I mean, uh, Bobby. Hi. Uh, I'm going to nudge them in seventh place. Seven. Not yeah, the whole spot. Oh, they're no, always there, no. man. They're always there. Um, so, what do we got for the game? Bobby, start with you. I got Houston. Confidence of three. <laughs> Give me RSL. Confidence of three. Let's go ahead and make this Balls and Beers Cup number five for week number one. I got this as a draw. Confidence of Well, two. at least it makes it entertaining oh, this yeah. weekend. Well, I mean, it's week number one. Yeah. We're going to be entertained no matter what. We're not in the dog days of yeah. MLS. True that. So. True that. True All that. right, guys. The final game of the uh, the week is, in fact, the game of the week. Seattle yeah. Agreed. versus Nashville, I don't think there's like this is a no brainer as far as games to watch without any sort of bias. Uh, this takes place, I believe, at five o'clock Sunday uh, evening. Let's hear it. Uh, look, uh, it's Seattle and Nashville, two teams that uh, I think were kind of impressive last year. So, Seattle finished in second place. Uh, in the West, Nashville finished in third in the East um, and had a league low of four losses. They only lost four games, the only MLS team to do so. Uh, the next team that had the, uh, the the lowest losses after that were the Supporter Shield winners, New England Revolution. So the difference was... Of course, in the draws, uh, uh, Nashville had 18 draws, which is uh, a lot. Literally um, more than half of their games yeah, played. Yeah. Um, and uh, so looking at these two teams, uh, Nashville moved to the West in this season. Uh, so providing more competition in the Western Conference. And I think they're going to they're, they're really going to stand up to this uh, to the test here. I'm going to put Nashville in first place. Bobby. I agree. Oh, okay. Bobby, go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah. Lewis, you agree? Bobby, go. Well, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Well, Cause, cause I, mean, I want to say my piece about Nashville, why that's... Okay. It, uh, oh, go ahead, okay, let Bobby. Me just say my, yeah. Let me just say mine fast, yeah. real because it doesn't right. matter. Um, <laughs> so I messed up my numbers. <laughs> and <laughs> the only place I have them is really ridiculous. So, sorry, Nashville. You're number 14. Oh, no. No. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. 
Later. <laughs> Bobby you know what? Off. They're not gonna be lucky. They're not gonna be lucky with their draws this year. They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. And they're gonna lose. Jesus. <laughs> New conference. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're gonna be all dizzy. They don't know how to look straight. It's I think gonna be you guys, fucked up. Last I think place. You guys got your papers. Direction. I think you guys got your papers mixed up. Are you sure that you don't mean that Nashville will make it the playoffs and Cincinnati's in 14th place? Because you guys went <laughs> backwards on that. Oh, my God. Uh, obviously, that was, again, a mistake on the numbers, and we should probably be better prepared. Um, That's all right. This makes it more entertaining. Uh, yeah, look, Nashville is – I have them as number one for several reasons. They were the best defense in the entire league. They allowed the least amount of goals. Only four losses. Their Achilles heel is that they really couldn't win games. They always drew. A lot of times they fell behind. Uh, and they had to come from behind. So you know that they could score as well. What makes this interesting is that being in the Western Conference, as an Eastern team, all these teams on the West Coast are flying cross-country. And you know you're playing them more than once because they're in the same conference. So you essentially have a home field advantage above anyone else as far as travel. you got to go cross-country no matter where you're coming from, with the exception of the Texas teams. You're going cross-country. That is a huge, huge advantage. And considering the fact that their defense is still there, the core players are still there, and you're now playing in a weaker conference than you were in the Eastern Conference? Yeah. This team just is going to come into the West and boss everybody. Uh, I think they're number one in the, in, the, in the Western Conference. Dang. I mean, to me, they're in the last <laughs> place, but all right. Uh, yeah. What do we think about Seattle? Uh, look, Seattle, um, uh, you know, Seattle, Seattle, right? They remain strong. I think got stronger with Albert Rusnak. I have to put Seattle way up there, right? I'm I'm looking at my numbers. I can only I I have one number in particular reserved. Um, there's really only one spot that I can give them, and that's second place. I I, I agree. Um, it's second place, Seattle, Seattle. Um, they are arguably in the past decade the uh, cream of the crop in MLS. It's the standard bearer. Um, as I said earlier. Um, if it's not Portland, it's Seattle, who's been in MLS Cup since 2015. That's almost a decade of the Pacific Northwest uh, uh, representing the Western Conference in MLS Cup. I have no reason to believe that Seattle is going to tail off. They have, they, they play their kids. They, they won their CCL games with like 16-year-olds making their debut. I mean, it's 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 insane how well put together this team uh, really is. I remember when we first started this podcast, I was really praising Seattle and what they did, and there it is. And man, they, they, that, that, that organization is just from top to bottom, the short game, the long game, just everything is just right there. Um, but yeah, the, the thing is, is that a national being that good of a defensive team uh, is just... Um, I have to put them in second. I have to put them in second. But there it is. Number one versus number two. A possible Western Conference final in week number one. Bobby, where do you have them? Yeah, man. Seattle, Seattle. Uh, like They seem 
to me, they seem like the team that knows the most about how to navigate MLS mm-hmm. and their opponents. Um, they're they're the most qualified. They're the most experienced, and they're they're going to show it this season again. So for me, they're in first. There you go. Uh, so who do you got for the game, Bobby? So that I'm doubling down Seattle, and that's yeah, that's insane. Uh, well, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Second placer is 14th, so yeah, you know. Uh, David, who do you got in this game? <laughs> um, so I have, uh, I, I actually have a draw. I have a draw with the confidence of three, just because I think these are the two teams that are going to battle it out and they're going to cancel each other out. And it, it, it might be a really good game or it might be a really boring game. Uh, it's, it's Nashville, so I think it's going to be very stingy. Uh, that's why I have a draw. Yeah, see the the thing with the with these teams, like I mean, that double down is actually pretty bold. Um, there's, I, I wouldn't be able to pick a double down for either one of these teams. Um, Nashville is just too strong defensively, no matter what. I mean, the, they allow the least amount of goals. They hardly lose games. You know, four games lost in the entire season. I think that's a that's an a ties an MLS record. So their defenders returned, right? And, and it's they're hungrier this year. Then last year, they probably should have won that playoff game. Just doesn't know how to kick, take penalty kicks. Um, and it's Nashville. 18 draws out of 34 games. This is a draw. I'm not even sure why I didn't lock this. <laughs> but it's a draw. Confidence of four. Right. For me. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. I hit quite a few of those last season. Yeah. So there it is. All right, guys, we finally did it. Game number 14, the last two teams we get to predict, and it is our beloved LA Galaxy who start their season against the MLS Cup champions, NYCFC. David? Yeah, Uh, the Galaxy, obviously, as everybody that is listening to this pod probably knows, finishing eighth place, just missing the playoffs by a cut literally a couple of minutes um 15 seconds yeah f- 15 seconds um, yeah, it was 15 seconds uh nycfc finishing fourth but they also went and won mls cup on the road uh big big win for nycfc obviously uh and for new york as a whole so we all had the galaxy pretty much right about where they finished uh, we all had them on the bubble. I had them in sixth place making the playoffs Lewis had had them in eighth place Bobby had them in fifth um and for NYCFC, uh, I had them in fifth. Lewis, you had them in 11th place. And Bobby also yeah. had them in fifth place. So pretty close. Uh, I don't think any of us had us had them winning MLS Cup. But there you go. Um, so uh, we'll start with NYCFC. Um, NYCFC, I think um, they're, they pretty much stayed uh, the same. Um, they have their, I think, almost all their players uh, still intact. Um, the difference is going to be that uh, what's going to happen to uh, Tati uh, Castellanos? Is he going to get transferred out um, in the summer or not? Uh, you know, how is uh, Maxi Morales going to be another year older? Uh, what can they do? Um, are we going to see Ronnie Dyla? Uh, strip down to his socks <laughs> once again uh, and and lift a cup. I don't know. Um, just based on the sheer numbers uh, <laughs> that I've run out of, I'm going to put NYCFC in, what do I have them in? Sixth place. 
Ooh. in the <laughs> East. They dropped down, but I still think they're a playoff team. I still think that they're going to do um, pretty well. So, uh, Bobby, how do you feel about NYC? I think they're going to do a little bit better than um, – I mean, they did great – I mean, not not season-wise, but, you know, they won last year. But I think they're going to do a little bit better season-wise this year. I'm going to leave them in third place. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it's really hard. Uh, and we've done this before. We did with Columbus, obviously, where we made that mistake. But um, NYCFC, I think the previous year we thought that, hey, they might have a cup run, but they didn't do it. Um, didn't have a bunch of respect for them last season. Uh, won the whole thing. So um, now for me, uh, okay, it's kind of hard for me to say, okay, they're out of the playoffs. It has happened. Um, we've seen it happen. Uh, Columbus did it. Um, but man, NYCFC again got hot and then tailed off and then got hot again when it mattered. I think this year they obviously they can't catch anyone by surprise or anything. Um, do I think that they are elite elite? No, but I do think they are a top three team. It's really hard for me to put the defending champions who have a lot of their players coming back out of the playoffs and not in the top three. So it's a third spot for me. Uh, but for the record, I do think Atlanta can overtake them. Uh, so uh, uh, th- uh, in third place, uh, I don't think Atlanta can get higher than third, though. But um, yeah. Finally, our LA Galaxy. Um, get ready for another the, hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing that we've, we've sort of all been, been uh, yeah, I don't know, avoiding talking about uh, in terms of what the season prediction is. Um, I think that this Galaxy team may have gotten stronger over the offseason or they should be getting stronger over the offseason. Uh, there's rumors, uh, which we'll talk about in the main show, about uh, potentially even stronger um, or at least getting more depth on the books there. Uh, so far, their preseason, they've looked uh, more cohesive, um, which is ultimately the thing that you want to look for, not so much results and not so much uh, individual performances, but more sort of what is what is happening as as the whole how is the blob sort of moving um and i think it's been better um and and when it's been not so good it hasn't been as bad as it was last year so the galaxy needs some luck on their side i think greg vanny um is slowly building out what what uh is going to be the final shape of this galaxy team um I'm looking at the numbers. There's only one place that I can finish my galaxy, and that is in third place in the West. I think we make the playoffs. We're a stronger team. We have better depth. We're going to get good uh, performances out of players. And ultimately, I wish for health for all of the galaxy players this year. Mr. Galaxy, we've got to start with you. Or we got, we got to have a with you next uh yeah that sounded like a prayer david um yeah whatever whatever everything david said we're, we're looking we're looking better we're looking stronger everything that you want and expect uh coming into a second season from you know many of the many repeated players uh you know i think they're gonna do a little bit better this year i think uh they're gonna kind of toe the line as they did uh, in the early se- in the early part of the season last year and hopefully not make those mistakes where we end up dipping so hard. Uh, on paper, we look really strong, so hopefully that transfers onto the pitch. 
since this is the only number I have left, but it is something I do believe in. Galaxy, third place. Um, there, I mean, obviously, this requires some sort of explanation. Um, and I kind of wanted to save the rant for the main show. But it's me, so I'll do both. Last season, I no. eerily, eerily predicted to the T what would happen to the Galaxy at the end of the season. I said they're going to miss the playoffs. They're going to be in eighth place. But if they happen to make the playoffs, it wouldn't be of their own merit. It would be because some other result <laughs> backed their way in. We were literally 15 seconds away from that happening. It was really eerie how I predicted that. The only thing that I got wrong was the manner in which it happened. I assumed that the Galaxy would struggle in the first half of the season and put themselves in a hole that they found themselves out of, uh, difficult to get out of um, in the second half and just fall short of the playoffs. The exact opposite happened. The problem going into this season is you don't know what to expect. If last season they started poorly because they had a bunch of new players with a new coach trying to, you know, fix everything that has gone wrong in the past almost decade now, change the culture, change the, change the minds, change everything to the bottom, you would think that they would have struggled. Then eventually build up that chemistry, get get in line with you know, get on board with what Vanny was trying to do, and then you know, have a better second half and ultimately fall short of your goal. Going into season number two, you would say, okay, they have another year under their belt. They got it going in the second half. They should start off a lot better than they did this time around and continue to improve. But now I'm at a loss. I don't know what to expect from this team. We got better, you know, a case of addition by subtraction. You got rid of some dead weight in the Jet and Jonathan Dos Santos, which if you're anyone but the Galaxy, you would think that there are massive losses. I don't think so. I think you made room for improvements. Did they improve? Well, yes and no. You're taking a big gamble with the, your one DP spot that is has motivational issues, that has injury issues. You didn't um, fill in that position of need that you we all thought they were going to fill in the cam, and you didn't improve your defense, at least not the spine. You got rid of Steris. You don't have that much depth in the center back position. And... One of the many problems that plagued the, uh, plagued the Galaxy last season was their defense. I'm not sure if they improved on paper. Again, they improved by you know addition by subtraction. And it's hard for me to gauge exactly like how this team is going to play out. Ultimately, I think year number two, according to Vanny, they are light years ahead of where they were last season. Ultimately, I think they will make the playoffs. I think that they are a playoff team. I think they finish in fifth. Um, but this is where 
I switch off. If they don't make the playoffs, this is where Kansas City comes in. <laughs> this is where Kansas City will make their playoffs. So we have them all, because, all of us have them making the playoffs. I have them making the playoffs this year. I, I'm pretty – I mean, if the Galaxy stay relatively healthy, there's always going to be injuries. In fact, you're starting off kind of limping in, and Derek Williams is, is injured, probably won't start. Um, if he goes down, if Sega goes down, who do you have? Right? We know Sega isn't it. So yeah. there's some issues right there you on defense. Jill and Neal, man, I think that he – I think know, it's his time to shine. But it's going to have to be. But yeah, yeah but, we'll we'll yeah. talk about that in the main. In yeah, the main yeah. So I have them in fifth. Here is right. my thing. Here's my thing with the galaxy. There is no evidence behind this. I'm not going to say on the pod, and I won't say it. Actually, I'm not going to say the reason on the pod. I'm going to say it. I'm going to keep it behind closed doors, but I won't say it until after the season's over. No scientific evidence. No logical reasoning. I think Galaxy do something special this year. Very special. Very okay. special and very surprising. Just we'll see. All right. Well, l- yeah. let's let's get the prediction for the game and wrap balls and beers up and, and balls and beers slash our MLS prediction uh for the year. So LA Galaxy, they gotta win. NYCFC coming off a CCL game. LA Galaxy's got this. Confidence at three. Mr. Galaxy, what do you say? LA has it. Um, I put my notes over. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what, what do I have, Lewis? <laughs> uh, Mr. Galaxy has. I thought that was. I, I actually for, I, I actually thought I already said it because I felt like that was a whole closeout that for Lewis real. was doing. Um, um, <laughs> well, Mr. Yeah, Galaxy okay, so, yeah, yeah. has the Galaxy finishing in third, has NYCFC finishing in third, Battle of the Threes. Yeah. And he has yep. NYCFC he, locked for some reason. I. No, I don't. I have Galaxy for three. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Galaxy for three. Um, right. Yeah, so NYCFC does have a CCL game. They went on the road. They won. They now play a quote-unquote home game at the Stank. So travel really isn't an issue between the CCL game and uh, the season opener on Sunday. Um, they're also ahead, so they're probably able to rest starters or playing against weaker inferior opponents. I'm pretty sure they know that galaxy again, uh, at least at the beginning of the season right now are an enigma. Can they score? Yes. Can they defend? Probably not. And NYCFC can score. I'm going to go ahead and offset this in saying that home field advantage NYCFC is playing an extra game uh, in the week. That should affect them a little bit as far as quality. I still think NYCFC has it. The Galaxy have to prove otherwise. I am going to go with a draw here. In this home opener, season opener, confidence of two. All right, guys, that does it. We apologize. This won't happen again in Balls and Beers. It was an extremely long show. If you're still with us, thank you so much. Um, and uh, don't forget to submit your picks on our website go in there and uh see what kind of fun you can have uh in trying to predict mls it's really fun really bizarre and frustrating but ultimately um yeah you'll get your kicks as the games are playing on makes the games more interesting so go ahead and submit those picks this is david and bobby signing off 
Good night, everybody. Thank you so, so much. I got to pee. <laughs> it's been a long one. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.